Visit patreon.com forward slash homemaker chic podcast and become a patron of the show. Our patrons are special people who are invested in our message as we rescue the art of homemaking from the daily grind. You will receive digital versions of each of our cookbooks and fangirl patrons get special video access to each episode. Thank you so much to our patrons. We can't do it without you. Become a patron at patreon.com forward slash homemaker chic podcast. And now let's rock this show. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Homemaker Chic Podcast. We are rescuing the art of homemaking from the daily grind. I just ran up the stairs, so the grind is feeling pretty brutal. I just sprinted. Um, We're doing it in red lips. No denim jumpers. We are uh, here while you're doing your daily thing. And um, we've been doing that for a couple years, and it's been really, really incredible. We're so grateful to our audience who's with us and growing with us as we just give um, honor to this role that we have as homemakers. And we're all homemakers, whether we live in our parents' basement or um, mansion on the hill. So <laughs> how are you, my friend? Pretty good. I'm pretty good. There you go. <laughs> Top of the morning. Top of the morning. <laughs> I know. Ooh. So um, I got these Invisalign braces, which is why... They said you will you will hear a lisp. Other people won't hear it as prominently as it sounds in your head. I can definitely yeah. still hear it, but that's the way that it is. The problem is that okay. you're not supposed to. This is a big problem, you guys. You're not supposed <laughs> to sip coffee or red wine when you have your trays in because it will stain them. Can't you like get a straw, I'm, some sort of really chic <laughs> glass straw? The other day I did that. I tried <laughs> through a straw and like putting it in the very back of my my mouth. You know, must drink wine. But yeah. It's a it's a problem because you know I take them out when I get up in the morning and I have my coffee. But like I am a coffee sipper. I enjoy always having it nearby for like three or four hours in the morning, and it's sad to me. So I, I'm kind of constantly feeling a little under-caffeinated. Yes, it's a drug. And yes, I'm addicted. That's right. the way that it is. Um, anyway, so I'm, <laughs> I, I know I'll adjust, but I'm not quite there yet. <laughs> yeah, that would be tough. Yep. Um, beverages, like coffee, sparkling water, then the wine, like that. I love beverages. Mm-hmm. I'm all about the beverage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I am the same way. And it's tricky. Mm-hmm. I also find myself trying to avoid saying anything with the th- with sound. <laughs> if it's super, super <laughs> podcast. I know it will oh, be Lord. worth it. And you know, it just kind of keeps coming back to the same old thing as a homemaker, which is just we have these long, hard, tedious challenges and years and work in front of us. And you really do just have to be like, I'm just going to show up every day. Mm-hmm. I'm not solving it. I'm not curing it. I'm not mastering right. it. I'm just going right. to show up every day and kind of just do the hard thing every day. And that's what I'm telling myself, even with these stupid braces. I was like, look, you're either going to do this now or you're going to have to get crowns later in life from cracking your teeth. So like, mm. which hard would you like to choose? Yeah, yeah. We did a whole season. I on know, that when but we it, first started. It, Choose your heart. They it's just so keep true. coming back again. We could just they do. We could just start with the themes all over again and do another cycle through. We really could because they're so um, 
universal. I mean, they're oh, just, yeah. they don't expire. No. You know, from better, not more, choose your heart, mm-hmm. make it fun again. Yeah. You know, like, think of all our themes we've had. Oh, yeah. You know, we've been talking the last couple of weeks about learning languages. I am continuing mm-hmm. to study Italian and... I kind of went at it before, I think, like, I'm going to learn to speak Italian. And now I'm looking at it like I am going to become a student and I'm going to just kind of faithfully study this for 30 minutes every day. Mm-hmm. When I can speak it, I don't know. When will I, quote, unquote, master it? Never. <laughs> but it's right. like this idea of just consistently showing up and doing the best that I can for that given moment. And mm-hmm. that's true whether like you're cleaning your kitchen after a meal or you're tending to your garden or you're dealing with a kid's bad attitude or whatever it is. Um, I just feel like that continually is just pounded against you. Mm-hmm. Show up, do the thing. What are you What are you using to study? March on. Or to learn rather? Uh, a bunch of different things. There's YouTube, mm-hmm. awesome for language. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So awesome for language. There's um, Italian Pod 101, which is a really great online. It's podcasts. It's audio recordings. And um, I learn best, like, auditorily, you know. But I also mm-hmm. follow. So, like, when I read my Bible, I listen to the audio Bible and I read. I look at it at the same time. <laughs> I like get it from okay. all the different um, okay. methods. So that's what I'm doing right uh-huh. now. And I'm just concentrating on... I'm concentrating on being able to hear it right now, being able to pick out the words. Mm-hmm. Because when you hear a new language, you can just, it's like just noise. It can be really yeah. difficult unless you're talking to somebody older or somebody who speaks slow, um, which older people tend to do. Mm-hmm. Or somebody formal who just speaks a little bit more clearly. When you just hear casual conversation, it's really <laughs> difficult to pick out the actual words. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm assuming it's similar to French in that there's like, French has like a, like a million little tiny words. Mm-hmm. Some are just a standalone letter. Mm-hmm. And like those, my I have a hard time. Um, I can hear them now, but I don't always um, know how to use them myself. Right. I mean, yeah. Oh, sure. And, and just conversationally, how people speak different languages is fascinating because um, what was so great about being there is that you just you pick up on phrases and you pick up on the way that people say things and i found myself mm-hmm. even repeating things when i would say it in english so i would just um you know for example if if somebody's leaving the room it's just like ciao 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 like you don't yeah. just say ciao no one actually just says that it's you say it a bunch of times uh-huh. and so then i found myself coming back and i was doing that in english i'd be like bye 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 That's funny. <laughs> Habits can change. Habits can change mm-hmm. so quickly. And I hope that that's an encouragement. If you're listening to this and you think this is the way I am or this is the way things are, I just, I think that that is so fun as a person to be like, I'm on the trajectory for growth and for movement. And mm-hmm. whether that's braces or working out or, you know, all the things we're talking about this season of just getting your crap in order. Mm-hmm daily not perfected no yeah. and you know the again repeated on the show but like that's one of the beauties of the homemaker is that and anybody but the homemaker uh she gets to dabble in a million different things mm-hmm. 
doesn't have to be an expert in anything, but can put her hand to so many different skills and jobs within her home and talents Mm -hmm. and hobbies. Mm -hmm. And, um, and we don't have to be stagnant. Right. You know, again, you, in particular for our stay at home homemakers, you have this whole day to fill your mind. Like Mm -hmm. to not waste it with just like just twaddle grumbling or twaddle or just god forbid cnn on in the background just blah 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 all day at you such an opportunity for the working homemaker Mm -hmm. you have your commute Mm -hmm. you have your lunch break you have whatever's aesthetically pleasing on your desk you know like you you have an opportunity to just keep filling Mm -hmm. you know and and when when we do that it does um knowingly or unknowingly bring change you know oh big time you can't just listen to like say you decide to dive into some great history podcast every day while you're doing your dinner dishes like come next month you know you're answering every trivia question when you get together and play trivia with other families or or you've you have insight the next time you watch a movie or when something is referenced in a book you know what they're talking about like you just have such an opportunity for for growth mm-hmm. and um yep i hate i hate that wasted like i look at the whole day like how much can i fill like how much can i take in not that we shouldn't have quiet but you know what i mean yeah it's just very exciting i if we're gonna rescue homemaking from the daily grind it's i think it's that kind of an outlook that keeps it really fresh mm-hmm. and like what does this day hold for me and kind of an oh attitude. absolutely absolutely mm-hmm. and and some of those are like those are non-moving parts so you I homeschool my kids mm-hmm. that is there in my day whether I want it to be there or not I have to feed my family I have to take care of my farm animals I have to maintain my home I have to do all these things and you know what it's funny it dawned on me the other day we're going into this new season we just got back from this trip. We're kind of resetting. We just started our homeschool year. And I thought, what if secretly, like not sharing this with my family, what if secretly you try to do your very best to put beautiful food on the table to keep the house, you know, just between the rails, <laughs> to make sure that you're giving your husband the attention that he deserves and that he mm-hmm. needs and you're working. You're doing your work that the Lord has given you to do faithfully without complaint. I actually thought, like, what if you just keep your mouth quiet and you don't express to people, oh, I'm really tired. Oh, I don't know what I'm going to make for dinner tonight. Oh, I got these braces and my teeth really hurt. Oh, yeah. I worked out and now my triceps are really sore. Um, oh, I don't understand this, this assignment that I'm supposed to be teaching my kid. Like, what if... You, Shay, this is a conversation I'm having within myself. What if you did these habits, did these things, did this work, this broad, beautiful, God-given work, what if you did this and just kept your mouth shut about it and just did it faithfully? And I think that habit would really benefit us in the long run. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like a lot of us express ourselves through our words. We... We want to talk. We want to share. You know, the husband yeah. comes home and you want to be like, Bleh, here was how my day was. 
yeah. and I'm really tired. And this kid gave me attitude about this, you know? Mm-hmm. And can you believe the, you know, electrical company didn't come at the scheduled time or like whatever it is. It's just so easy to get really grumbly about things for me personally. Um, mm-hmm. Well, and like you, like you said, especially because a lot of us women, like that's we process, they, they have to come process out. process thought. I know. Yeah. I know. Don't we? It's part of having the thought is it coming out. Mm-hmm. But I'm with you. I mean, I'm. Yeah. I would love to be better there. I just. Yeah. I would love to not be stagnant and arrested there. Yeah. Because I always think like if I made this little, you know, we talked a few weeks ago or whatever about if I made this little rudder tick. Right. I could think about my kids. Like at what point would they not remember the old inch? At one point, would they look back and go, you know, my mom never complained. Yeah. That really. I know. <laughs> it really, really intrigues it me. It does. Especially, you know, with the queens passing and you and older women that I look up to. I want things to be said about me. Yeah. And thought of me. Never complain, never explain. <laughs> Is that what they would say about you? <laughs> <laughs> This episode of the podcast is also brought to you by Tubes & Co. Tubes & Co. believes in skincare products that nourish and restore and come from simple, wholesome ingredients. Emily began crafting skincare and makeup from her farmhouse kitchen after discovering how organic tallow, high-quality cold-pressed olive oil, and other quality natural ingredients made a huge difference in her skin and in her family's wellness. Now, Tubes & Co. has expanded to not only include beautiful skincare, but also wonderful makeup products. These are products that I use on my skin every single day. I wash with the charcoal bar, and then I move on to the glow serums and the hydrating serums, all the makeups, all the bronzers, all the highlighters, the mascara, the eyeshadow. It's all so clean and so good. Visit tubesandco.com and use the coupon code Homemaker Chic for a 10% discount. What if you could have heirloom linens that didn't end up on next year's garage sale? What about investing once in an American-made product designed to last a lifetime? Shay and I both dress our beds and our bathrooms in sheets and towels from American Blossom Linens, and you can too, by visiting AmericanBlossomLinens.com and using our exclusive coupon code HOMEMAKERCHIC20 for 20% off. Our friends at American Blossom Linens are dedicated to bringing us quality American-made linens that can stand the test of time and be beautiful at the same time. We affectionately call them modern vintage. They are soft and plush and gorgeous, and we know you will love them as much as we do. So visit AmericanBlossomLinens.com and use the coupon code HOMEMAKERCHIC20 for 20% off. Last year, we finally took the jump into the freeze-drying world with a beautiful new freeze-dryer from Harvest Dry, and we are so glad that we did. As a homemaker and gardener, these freeze-dryers have the very important job of making sure that nothing, whether it's a bountiful crop from the garden or leftover soup from Sunday supper, go to waste. These incredible machines are very versatile. You can use your freeze-dryer to preserve dairy, meat, produce, and even complete meals. Here's the very best part. Everything is completely automatic. You literally just fill the freeze-dryer trays, push the start button and walk away. Preserving food can be that simple. 
freeze-dried foods last for 25 years in your cupboards and will maintain taste and color and flavor. The food retains nearly all of its nutritional value and home freeze-dried food costs one-third the cost of store-bought, which means your freeze-dryer from Harvest Right will pay for itself in no time. This is the perfect season to order your freeze-dryer so you can have it set up and ready for spring and summer bounty, whether you're freeze-drying fruits, vegetables, herbs, milk, or even eggs. Harvest Right machines are the best on the market and will soon become an invaluable player of your preserving kitchen. Visit bit.ly forward slash Harvest Right Homemaker or click the link in the show notes to shop your new home freeze dryer system from Harvest Right today. No, you're Uh. you're absolutely right. That's initially what got my mind turning about this is because these braces it's so stupid you guys but they hurt (laughs) they really do and my mom had them a few years ago so my mom was in the dental field for her whole career and she didn't get her teeth straightened until the last few years so she Mm -hmm. did the invisalign braces she didn't say i almost didn't even know she had them she had them for years didn't know she never said anything. I remember seeing her one time really up close and you put these little like glue spots on your teeth to hold them yeah, in yeah. place. Yeah. And I remember being like, what's on your teeth? But she never told, it was like just a non-thing. And I admired that so much about her because mm-hmm. it was something that she decided to do. She took it on herself and that was it. And it's so easy to just be like, well, here's something to talk about. Let's complain about this. Let's gripe about that. Mm-hmm. Getting food on the table for your family is different when you've just done it. And you know what? Maybe it's imperfect and maybe it's humble and maybe it's grilled cheese and tomato soup. I don't care. Doing that though with a joyful heart versus, oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm going to make. And then you have this huge bout with the husband and he's like, well, just make something simple. You know, what about grilled cheese? Oh, we, you know, well, that's not very nutritious. <laughs> like, the yeah. same it's the the result is the same sort of right there's just grilled cheese and tomato soup on the table for your family yes okay do you see what i'm saying yeah yeah mm-hmm. one of those is like this whole writhing sinful agony drag your family down into the trenches with you wah 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 and one of those is just here's what i can do right now mm-hmm. yay <laughs> i don't know it's just been on my heart a lot lately I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not trying to be super negative, but I don't know how you stop. <laughs> I mean, like I, mm-hmm. um, there's, I was talking to someone the other day about like understanding they, they had a challenge and they wanted to change. And I just, I was like, you're in for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like true change is really, really different, difficult from, from just like sin and then like neurological, like you've programmed yourself to respond to situations a certain way. Right. Like you, I know you've seen this in your family. It's like you have a shtick. Now you're going to say this. Now I'm going to say that. Yeah. And this kid's going to respond this way. Like true change is really, 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 really hard. It is. And sadly, it's usually prompted by consequence. I'd like to, I'd like to avoid that, you know? Sure. Um. So the complaining, though, when it's something very, very personal like that, like what is going on in my head and, and getting it to not come out of my mouth, like that's yep. incredible. Um, Formidable, you know. Like, 
Yes. I I like have to put reminders. On <laughs> yeah, the house. Like, there you I, go. I got to put like sticky notes. Put tape w- over your mouth so you actually have to like take it off every time you want to speak. <laughs> yeah, like on our coffee pot. It's like let your conversation. Like it's like the one about graciousness and seasoned with salt and yeah that's our joke in our family got a whole lot of salt coming out of there <laughs> like we're just uh-huh. I gotta have like reminders because we are so habitual and but yeah the mm-hmm. training yourself to not complain would be I would be very proud of that yeah it's something I really want to work on because it's very easy to do and there's annoying things in the world I mean we I think I shared this maybe I didn't when we were in Italy my mother-in-law and her husband stayed at our house and he has a job that he can do from here so we got him all hooked up to the internet hooked up to the printer so that he could function here so he's texting us while we're gone like hey the internet's like not working we I just can't seem to get the connection to stay on and on this goes for two weeks so we get back. We have no Wi-Fi in our house. We're like, oh, it's actually just not working. It's not that his connection was weird or that he wasn't on the right network. It's not working. Hmm. So I call the company. It's not them. They have to call the utility district, so they have to come out. Long story short, a mouse had crawled into our cable box and chewed our Wi-Fi wires. Okay? Oh now, this happened mm-hmm. 12 hours after we left and I and I said like my initial response was just to to gripe because we had put them in a rough position then not having what they needed to do their work while they were here doing us a favor Mm -hmm. and it was very frustrating like what are the chances that a mouse crawls into this box on the outside mounted on the outside of our house what are the chances that a mouse crawls in and choose these cables 12 hours after we leave. Not two days, not 10 days in, like the moment we leave, this stupid mouse chews the wires and and we're not in a capacity then to fix it for two weeks. Mm -hmm. And so my initial response is just to be like snarky and oh, well, of course that would happen. Of course that would happen. You know, why wouldn't that happen? Mm-hmm. And that is just so ugly. It's so it's such an ugly trait in other people. Yeah. And yet we give ourselves the pass because we're the ones actually feeling the emotion. And I think you're right. I think changing that kind of attitude is a lot of work. Um, mm-hmm. I think for me, I have to just I genuinely do just like have to take it to the Lord in prayer. I mean, not to be overly simplistic about it, but just be like, here's how I'm feeling and here's what I want to say. So that you obviously don't want your prayers to just be prayers of of complaint, right? Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. But that's the proper place to go to take those emotions to just say, here's how I feel. Um, You know, prune me, grow me, stretch Mm -hmm. me, Mm -hmm. change me uh, into a better version of this. And mm. and that's where that change can, can genuinely happen. But it just made me think of homemakers, you know, as it's on my heart, like as we are all kind of shifting into this new season and we're taking care of business, like there's a good way to do that and there's a not good way to do that. And, mm-hmm. and we're certainly not advocating you just steamrolling over everybody in your path to get your to-do list done. Right, right. 
sometimes taking care of business could just be taking care of your stinky attitude. Yeah. Um, oh, oh well. Hang on. Um, it's really easy to f- to feel that we're justified in the stinky attitude, though, and we might be totally justified, right? Yeah. Hey, families um, are like, stinky. I, yeah, families are stinky, <laughs> but uh, it's it's easy to stay in that place of justification and a, a, an easy, challenging, humbling thing to do is to let your family know, mm-hmm. like. I'm sorry, I've been grumbling a lot, or I, and so you have permission to say, you sure you want to say that? Yep. <laughs> or, you know, like, let your husband know and let your kids know, and because it's, you just got to get into your routine, and it's, you might have something that you're justified in complaining about. I mean, it's normal, it's, but if you want to stop, like, giving people, the people that you should be the safest with and the people that love you the most permission to say, hey, I know you're working on this and this, you're doing that thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that thing that you, you said know, you didn't want to do. That thing that you said you didn't want to do. You're doing that. Yeah. You're doing that. Yeah, I think the greatest encouragement for the homemaker is that we do have the ability to change habits. You don't have to just wake up a different person in the morning, but you can practice it, you know, Mm-hmm. Whatever that is, cleaning up your kitchen at night, planning your meals out so you're not so stressed out, scheduling your homeschool day differently, um, working out, making your bed, <laughs> mm-hmm. whatever, shaving your legs more often. I don't care. Like these are all mm-hmm. habits that you can actually just make the decision to do each day, put your 20, mm-hmm. th- 20 or 30 minutes in, whatever it is, and then you just have to keep doing that and you have to just not stop. Every day, you're just like, this is a habit. This is a choice. And that's like, that. I don't know. That's encouraging to me. That's encouraging mm-hmm. to me that the way that things are now doesn't have to be the way that they always are. The way that you are doesn't have to be the way that you always are. Oh, mom's just yeah. like this. My husband's just like this. My kids are like mm-hmm. this. Um, that's not what we're talking about today. <laughs> but as it goes on the show, we kind of just do what we want. So. <laughs> seeing as we bought the microphones <laughs> yeah we yeah. we spent 40 dollars here on our mics so every time i see other people's <laughs> podcast setups i'm like is that what the uh-huh. other half lives like like they've got these beautiful tables and these sound like proper rooms and these cool microphones that like adjust and got cough buttons and we're not we're never going to be like that angelo <laughs> we're never going to be like that <laughs> i got no, I don't want um, to do that. Okay, before we we jump into today's topic, we want to give a shout out to season 13 sponsor, House of Tokumen. So we talk a lot about better choices on this show, making better choices. And one of the really easy choices that you can make is to bring in pieces to your home that are going to last, that aren't disposable, that aren't going to end up in a landfill in yeah. a few months' time. So and make your house pretty, dang oh, it! So pretty. So get move on from the beige, okay? <laughs> if you're, I did this design class a few weeks ago. I was like, look, if the room is all one color, like if you got beige carpeting and beige walls and a beige sofa and a gray TV in the corner, it's that's a, the call is coming from within the house. <laughs> that is a sign. <laughs> yeah, throw a beautiful rug down. Yeah. Annabelle sources incredible rugs from all over the world and cleans them and folds them beautifully and ships them to your doorstep. 
and these free shipping. I know it's incredible. I don't know how she does it. I've yeah. constantly tried to fold rugs up as I'm moving them from room to room. These. I try to fold them up like her. I don't know what she does. And they're not like vacuum sealed. It's like saran wrap. I don't get I it. I don't know how she does it. It's incredible. Yeah. It's incredible. Anyway, uh, yeah. House of Tokumen on Instagram. That's where you can kind of browse her. She's kind of always posting stuff in her stories, rugs that are available. Um, or hotrugs.net is her website where you can shop for the rugs there. And use the coupon code HOMEMAKER25 because Annabelle mm-hmm. has extended a 20 five percent discount which is huge for homemaker chic listeners this season mm-hmm. yeah. yep they're beautiful yes they are. and the story behind them is just so great i mean we're talking these rugs are made by homemakers in yeah in many cases they're you know this is what the the woman of the house was doing with her free time and the rugs were used to keep them warm. Mm-hmm. They were used to keep them clean. They're very, um, a very. It's a very practical piece of art uh, mm-hmm. in its original intent, coming from Iran and from Turkey. And then they're so beautiful. And mm-hmm. for us, I mean, it's just. I love mine. I know. I just. I do too. Darn it! I'm waiting on two runners for my stairs right now. Nice. That's on my list. I messaged as well. her the other day. She's like, they just left Turkey. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so excited. I can't take it. My favorite is when you find the rugs that have the signature. So rug makers have mm-hmm. a way of kind of leaving their mark because a lot of them have sat in front of this rug for months and months and months weaving it. And mm-hmm. I love that just like little taste of personalization. Like somebody committed yeah. a large chunk of their time for you to have this rug on your floor and it's just it's very special it ties you to this kind of story that's greater than yourselves and i think the best the best yes. things in our homes are the things that do that so hot rugs yeah. and if you net. are oh sorry it's okay if you are an old world design society member i know some of you are new members go to the members only portion of my blog because that's where all the classes are that we've done and earlier this summer we did a full hour with annabelle where it's fascinating mm. We cover the history. The history part is really fascinating. Obviously, we cover care and cleaning and how to shop for them and everything, but it's a great class. There you go. Mm-hmm. So today we are, before we get to the Q&A session, we are going to talk about taking care of business in our offices. <laughs> the most unsexy <laughs> part to me of homemaking. Right. Because when you're lighting the candle and there's chocolate chip cookies come out of the oven, like everyone's like, you're the best. Right? No one says Gosh, that. <laughs> when, when your desk is clean. When your desk is clean and the water bill is paid. <laughs> nope. It is one of the least uh, publicly gratifying jobs, I feel like, that we have as homemakers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because usually all that's left to show for it is not a mess. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I want to talk about this because, you know, you and I have both gone through financial ruin in a way. <laughs> financial hardship. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's the time when when things are messy, when things are overwhelming, when there's stacks of bills or just not enough money, like – that is the time where you want to just flee. 
Yeah, just throw the towel in. Like, well, why does it matter anyways? It's like when you don't have any groceries, you're like, I don't feel like making dinner tonight because there's nothing exciting. There's no inspo. There's no inspiration. And the same can be said, I feel like, of our our offices, our finances. Yeah, yeah. When, When money is short and there's a lot of bills or when we're, you know, something unexpected comes up that needs our attention in that in that area, the last thing that we want to do is like throw down some Dave Ramsey <laughs> rules on ourselves. Right. <laughs> right. But uh, we've both been in situations where that's what we've had to do. So let's not every homemaker is going to be coming at this from the same situation, obviously. But like, mm-hmm. let's talk for a second to the homemaker who whose office bills budget bank account is a mess just a wreck she's avoiding it she's neglecting it has cobwebs all over it where would you advise her to start if she needs to take care of business in this department like it's physically a mess both sure okay uh i mean first of all you have to have the time i mean i feel like uh okay my mom has this expression that sometimes you have to go through the tunnel of chaos okay she says that so i know homemakers like this is going to make sense to you because you have you ever cleaned your kitchen like and it looked fine and you started cleaning it and all of a sudden you're like Holy crap. Yeah. You're ripping stuff out of drawers. You're dumping the toaster out and crumbs are now all over the counter. Like yep. you make the mess to clean the yep. mess, you know? Good point. So there's when it comes to your office, I find for me like like it's never just like this kind of one and done thing. It's always just like the tunnel of chaos. And so if you're really starting from a really, really bad point, I would make sure you have a block of time. Yeah. Cut cut out. Whether that means the kids get to have a two movie marathon or something but it's not for me papers aren't a project I can come back to Mm -hmm. because if I've got stacks on the floor or something that are going to get kicked or they're going to get mixed up um so for me like paper projects organizing stuff like that I it has to be able to be I have to be able to start it go through the hell of doing it and then Mm -hmm. get it done Mm -hmm. in the same fell swoop do you have a set day that you manage your paperwork? Like, let's say you get mail and there's bills in it. There's stuff you need to sort through. Where does it go in your office? Okay, it, com- it comes. Well, I don't do the bills. I did for a long time, a long, long time. And then the more I became like this entrepreneur with all these different branches of my business and stuff, my husband said he would take that over for me. So we talk about them and, you know, we move money around from business accounts to whatever, but mm-hmm. it's really great because he's, he does all that, which is so great because mm-hmm. I used to do mm-hmm. it. I really, really, really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, but when the mail, so when the mail comes in, I said a few weeks ago, like I'm so psycho about stuff on the countertops. I hate envelopes. I hate the little cellophane sound of the window. <laughs> I hate junk mail. So I go through it right then. Mm-hmm. And I like make stacks and then I make a stack for his desk mm-hmm. and I just get rid of anything else, mm-hmm. you know, shredding up the credit card things or whatever. I try to get things right to point B. Yeah. So they're not laying around. Yeah. 
I think that that so would be a great place to start. Like a really great step yep. is what is your routine when something comes into the house that is administrative? What do you do? Yeah. And it's like anything else where if it's usually the things that give us the most grief in our home do so because there isn't a system or it doesn't have a home. Right. You're moving that one item from point A to point B, C, D, F, G, X, Y, Z, P, Q, like all over the house because it never had a home to begin right. with. And it's the same with your bills and your paperwork. If You know, you don't have to have some like elaborate Again, we, we talk on the show about like just starting with like one thing and just like isolating it. You don't have to come up with like this elaborate bill paying extravagant system right. with filing cabinets and folders and everything. Like just decide what you're going to do with the bills when they come in. Where do they go? Who gets them? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. just start with that, especially if you're just not good. I know what people's houses look like. They got stacks. They got magazines mixed with bills, mixed with papers, mixed with little receipts that they need to save. You know, so um, if I was just starting off, I'd go through the piles. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I often don't have time to sort through. There's a lot of moving parts in our office because we do have the business that runs out of it Mm -hmm. as well. So it's not just our personal Mm -hmm. stuff. So I have like just a basket, a basket in my office where when any sort of paperwork or mail or important document comes in that we need to deal with, it just gets put in the basket. Right. Period. That's where important paperwork goes. Then Mm -hmm. once a week, I try to sit down with the basket and receipts get filed for taxes. Um, And then I sort a pile of garbage, a pile of bills that need to be paid, and a pile of paperwork that needs to be dealt with. So I'm kind of just working in piles. And it's really simplistic. There's nothing fancy about it. But mm-hmm. it is a, it, it's at least a method that works, that keeps you from shoving bills into the you know, compartment in your car. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I find them free floating around the farm. I'm like, how, how did the water bill end up you know, in the grass by the greenhouse. I don't know. That, that makes me feel so much better. I don't know. Human so, um, so like so true. physically yeah. dealing with mm-hmm. the mess of the situation. Like most people don't have a home office. Um, my mom does hers like at her kitchen counter. She just has her basket. Mm-hmm. She has her little three ring binder of her you know, login yeah. information for certain bills that need to be paid or things that need to be filed. And she just sits down and, and accounts for things there. And that's a great right. way to do it. Yeah. So if you need a, a nice Rubbermaid tub or a nice fabric box from TJ Maxx, like get something, something that you can get out, set out. Something. Yep. Yeah. Um, I think too, if you're, it's hard to manage a lot of moving parts. And so if you're feeling really overwhelmed in the office bill paying department. This is going to sting, but I would encourage you to print off your bank statement for the month and just go through and highlight things that you could eliminate. Mm-hmm. And that's We did not this fun. a long time ago. Uh-huh. 
like when we were really just kind of tightening the belt entering the phase (laughs) of the no like when we were entering the phase of the financial ruin and we're like oh I think this is bad oh okay (laughs) I remember just saying are we Panera-ing our money away yeah (laughs) you know it can happen without realizing yeah yeah and that's a good idea just go through and actually look at Mm -hmm. it's just you need a reality check yeah I mean and and even if you have the money sometimes it just makes you feel out of control and it makes it feel sloppy when you're like Mm -hmm. I'm not exactly sure what's coming out or when it's coming out or if we need it or if we should do without it and it can just feel sloppy yes and so even if you have the means you don't feel like you're in control of it because you don't actually Mm -hmm. know what's going on um, when you set those things intentionally and say, yes, I would like to subscribe to this and I would like it to come out on this day of the month, then you, you mm-hmm. have a semblance of understanding of what's happening. And yeah. I mean, like as an example, last year we talked about um, Jamie's show that he did during COVID. Something, something and Carrie. Oh, and, okay. Know, like, okay. Right? I thought Jamie Frazier. Well, I'm like, Jamie no, no, no. <laughs> Ooh, no. um, so and you said, but you're gonna need Hulu. It's on Hulu, so I got Hulu. Yeah, watched the show. Last month, I realized I still had yeah. Hulu. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Exactly. So could I have that ninety bucks back? Yeah, it just happens, and it's and a, right, you know, it's like it's a it's an age old saying, but like the the best way to get a, a raise is just to stop spending as much money. Mm-hmm. That's the fastest way, and so. You know, maybe you only have ten dollars here, or a few dollars here that you can that you can tighten up. But if you're feeling like things are out of control, at least take inventory. At the very least, take inventory and just say, write yourself a list. Okay, here's what's coming out every month, and roughly here's how much it costs. You know, some things mm-hmm. are set like your Netflix subscription, and some things aren't. Maybe like your electricity bill. But roughly, here's kind of what we're looking at, and I. Th- and I think just having that general understanding, that's the kind of stuff then when your husband or if your husband does the bills, you go to your husband and say, okay, mm-hmm. how are we looking this month? Um, you immediately don't respond in anger. Like, well, I don't know. You know, if I could find 15 yeah. minutes to sit down, maybe I could figure it out. <laughs> right. Or do we have the money to to replace the broken refrigerator or whatever it is? Mm-hmm. I think that's a great place to start is just take inventory and get it down to to what you're comfortable with in terms of necessities Mm -hmm. and then physically deal with the mess of it a little bit (laughs) yeah right and you know there's some people are like I'm a paper person like I like um like I would prefer a three ring binder with folders in it over doing things digitally aside from my spreadsheet addiction um but some people are they don't want any of that and there's apps like cam scam cam scan like there's apps where you can like take pictures of your receipts and file them that way yeah. and you just create like a really great digital paper trail if you don't want all that stuff yeah. in your office you can do that i could not do that that the tediousness of like boop. <laughs> I, i've tried that. the like uh dave ramsey has the every dollar app no, 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 I got to write uh, that down. Mint. I need a sharp pencil yep. and a glass of wine, baby, and I'm going to just yep. get my freak exactly. on. Exactly. Like, I cannot yep. do I cannot do the whole like, oh, you've had I like five the old new transactions. School, like yeah. from his book. Like I have the I lay it flat, 
like I like the old school um what's that worksheet he has yep. I know he's got new ones on the website and stuff but I like the old yep. one I'm I'm so much pencil. the same way. I wish that I could mm-hmm. do it digitally. It would make my life much easier. I understand the convenience of it, but I apparently have a gigantic it's, me, mental block. It's a huge mental block. Yeah, it's just not satisfying Mm-mm. to me. Like I like. Yep. Yeah. So, it's not aesthetically. Pleasing, it's not aesthetically pleasing. The scratch of the pencil. No, no, no. Yeah. Um, as I'm mm-hmm. thinking this out loud, because this is, okay. we okay. often talk about on the show the things that we're needing to talk about to ourselves personally. Mm-hmm. Um, and like every quarter I go through this same kind of thing, whether it's reorganizing my furniture or cleaning out my dishes or just reassessing what we're doing that's working and not working. Um, mm-hmm. we have, we have an accountant and a bookkeeper and stuff for our business cause it, that gets a little complicated, but, um, I'm thinking if you had like a three ring binder, let's say you printed off your bank statement, you sort, you kind of just went through it visually like is there anything crazy on here that i'd missed or or is there fat to be trimmed as it were or you know does everything look like it's in a good situation okay yeah and then you could have that essentially for you could have a little pocket folder with your receipts for that Mm -hmm. month you could have your bank statement you could have notes written in if that's something you need to keep track of or here was this lunch with so-and-so or here's the deposit I made on this. So that would Uh eliminate a lot of mental frustration in the future. And it would give you the satisfaction of being like, ooh, I have a bill binder, you know, and here's my bills that are in this little beautiful organized plastic folder pocket thing. Like this makes me want to go to Office Depot, which I know is not the answer. I know you just told me the other day like don't go to Target no listen to me I went I had to go to Office Depot to get Georgia tracing paper for her cartography class and I wanted to buy a planner a homeschool planner so bad it was $30 it was $30 and I'm like nope so I came home I printed off weekly calendars from my Apple calendar and with six pieces of paper you know built myself a little binder that serves the same purpose. Um, uh, I will confess, like every time you can ask my daughter, we go on our big like to the city runs. I'm like, this time I'm going to TG Maxx. I'm gonna get all the sexy crap from my desk. Mm-hmm. I want a sparkly stapler. I want like the gold plated paper tray bin things. And every time I get there, I cheap out. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to spend eighty dollars on this. No, <laughs> I'll use a clothespin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. I'll find some like reject three ring binder in my kids' rooms that's all tattered and nasty. <laughs> but yeah, but right? this is an area I have been needing I have been needing to tighten up on significantly. And I always you know, when when times were really, really hard for us financially, I always took pride in the fact that if you were like to come to me in six months and say, Hey, how how much did you spend on that pair of jeans? You know, five months and three days ago I would have been able to tell you where I bought them and how much they cost and here's the receipt and I was super organized and super intentional because I had to be I mean we were we were Mm -hmm. budgeted down to the dollar dollar yeah down to the dollar like there are two dollars left in our account um and and so you just had to be and when when times are not quite that tight it's just really easy to get lazy but I feel like for the homemaker, this is a missed opportunity to just be like, it's fairly consistent. It's not super complicated. 
it's it is kind of just a matter of discipline and we have the ability to just have a lot of pride in this area and be like mm-hmm. and good pride like i've done my work it's diligent it's accounted for we're on the up and up goals are financial goals are achieving we should talk about that we should talk about the homemaker setting goals and me not just being organized in the daily things but for herself or for the family setting certain goals and and how and how she can achieve them mm-hmm. you know okay. i know i'm gonna just go i know you took a lot of pride in this when when you and joel were first married and times were really tough um but you got innovative mm-hmm. and found ways to make you know ten dollars here twenty dollars here and you saved it you were able to save it and you had a goal you had a means mm-hmm. to to achieve that goal and and you got there eventually yeah, it was like kind of a cycle. About yeah, it, though that's like the daily cash, habit, cash envelopes. Yeah. yeah, we did cash envelopes. Yeah, for it's a kind long of an adrenaline. Like it's just kind of a rush. You know, it's like, well, I can't. I feel this. Here's it's just like many things. Okay, here's something I can't control. Yeah, I might not be able to control the amount, but I can control the operations. Right. You know, paying with cash is kind of a thrill. I like it knowing the man can't track me. <laughs> Lighten it. <laughs> you can just see your ATM withdrawal. I know. Pencil. Still. <laughs> Still. Feels good. Feels nice. Rebel without a clue. We did cash right. envelopes yeah. for a long time. Grocery budgets I found particularly mm-hmm. helpful. And then like when you when you have cash and you say, okay, we've allocated $75 a month towards our clothing, let's say. Maybe you don't spend that every month, but then you save it up and you save it up and then all of a sudden you have a couple hundred dollars in your cash envelope for clothing. And then you're able to go and and to buy things just without any guilt. That's mm-hmm. what I loved about it. It was like, no, I have the $300. I've been saving yeah. it for four months and now I have it and now I'm going to buy my kids this or I'm going to buy this coat that I've been wanting or or whatever right. it is. Um, there's a lot to that. Right. I do think that cash has a very special way of being saved in that way because it feels real, tangible. Mm-hmm. It does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, as far as just, you know, once you've got all the papers out and you're, you've decided to do the thing, you know, obviously garbage, what needs to be filed, receipts. I mean, can when you just first... Can we just not save the receipts forever? Okay. Seven years. Save your receipts. The IRS, we have to Well, I know, but like years. even like clothing and like it's, oh, okay. I know they get crumbled up. They're in your junk drawer, in your kitchen, you know, they're in the console of your vehicle. Get them out. Yep. You know. Um, I think Dave Ramsey um, talked about back in the day, like having like a little zip up pouch could be a Ziploc bag in your purse mm-hmm. so that whenever you get a receipt... You have a place to put it. It's not mm-hmm. as permanent home, but it at least keeps it from kind of like free floating around your car or in the bottom of your purse or in right. the plastic bag that the stuff came from. Yeah. Right. Um, a big uh, inspirational um, or organizational inspiration. I'm not going to be able to say that right. Never mind. But I know we've mentioned her before, but Amy Homestead Revival. Ugh. Amy, we miss you. That woman is amazing. I actually um, pulled up her 
website mm-hmm. here because I want to remember to put it in the show notes. But she just had the, she was amazing yep. and had a, a lot of things going on in her life and still managed to be very organized. And I remember for her receipts, she had this, she had, you know, like those glass, like apothecary jars that maybe you'd put cotton balls in mm-hmm. on your bathroom counter or whatever with the lid. She had two of those and she would have one labeled this month and one labeled last month. And that's where she would keep like her clothing receipts mm. or anything you thought you might, you know, toaster, you thought you might need to return if something went wrong or right. whatever. And then after that period of time, they were gone. You know, she, at the end of every month, she'd go through them. Okay. And at least then you know where they are. That pair of jeans, like, it does, isn't what you thought it was. At least you know where the receipt yep. is. That's yeah. great. Mm-hmm. Oh, when you just saying the words homestead revival to me, I they know. conjure up the most wonderful feelings of nostalgia of like me as a homemaker trying to find my way and looking to these bloggers you know amy i think was one of the very first bloggers i ever followed and i just thought she was the cat's meow i thought this is a woman a godly woman of just beauty and organization (laughs) and she had i mean i just thought she was so wonderful and i still i still value her content and I'm so glad she didn't take the blog down. Oh, I know. It's, it's like, still there. Yeah. Bless her. So I've I've pulled up her organizing, all her posts on organizing. <gasps> Will you text me that link? Okay. Yeah, I'll it's text it give to me you. An and then I'm going to put it rush. in the show notes, okay. everyone. This is just like, if you need some inspiration, you're going to need some above and beyond us. Okay. okay you got to check <sighs> this out because it's menus. Yeah. It's If you're a farmer or a homesteader, it's like labeling your feed. It's, it's everything it. I want to be in my life so that I'm not... <laughs> good her <laughs> closet oh my goodness gracious Dang it. okay yeah. i love her stuff that'd be awesome yeah yeah so much of this um another great resource that we've talked about before is oh tony yeah, tony bowl full of lemons uh she has mm-hmm. a book home organization and i opened it before i left for italy and then i promptly shot it and was like thou shall not look at this until thou is back because it just <laughs> causes Right. The homemaker in me to be like, you know what? Dang it. I want to do this well. I want to do, I wanna it, do well. it well. I want to do it without complaint. I want to do it mm-hmm. without grumbling. And so much of what we do as homemakers is behind the scenes. Okay? It's, it's turning the socks inside out before you put them in the washing machine. It's emptying the lint dryer. It's cleaning out your kitchen sink. Like, mm-hmm. this is not fanciful stuff. This is just right. like, this is the daily grind stuff. And so much of what we do is that. But mm-hmm. if we can take some bloody pride in that work and do it well with beauty, with grace, without complaint, and just know that underneath the surface, our stuff is accounted for and we've done a good job mm-hmm. of it. And. I know there are homemakers who don't like being homemakers because they don't know what they're doing. (laughs) Okay? We talked about this from the very beginning being a job. We've talked about it like having a uniform and whatever your uniform is. Uh, If if you went to a job every day and you just never got the hang of it, (laughs) that would be torture. Yeah. If you were in the workforce and you had to go every day like kind of like, oh, I suck at this. Mm-hmm. And you did this part and then you went over here and you're like, oh, man, this is going to flop. That would just be drudgery, especially if you knew you had to do it for the rest of your yeah. life. And I, 
if you're feeling the drudgery of being a homemaker and you don't like it, maybe do some serious reflection on if it's because you haven't skilled up. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's worth looking at. Um, the people you see that maybe really seem like they're enjoying it, they're probably good at a few things. They probably have dialed it in and gone through that tunnel of chaos to get to that point. Right. And you might end up with homemakers who, you know, really delight in reorganizing their furniture and making it look beautiful and arranging flowers and decorating with books or whatever. There also might be homemakers who are like, I'm not really interested in that. I'll do what I need to do and I'll, and I'll, do the minimum that's necessary for us to have a functional, right. enjoyable space to live in. But they might mm-hmm. really delight in something like micromanaging like, an office and really right, dialing right. in numbers and accounts and working towards monetary goals as a family that you might have, whether that's paying off your house mm-hmm. or building up your savings account or or saving up for a different car, any of those kinds of things. Uh-huh. We are different but yes. as homemakers, we also have to be broad enough that we can function in all the different spaces. Mm-hmm. So that word just keeps coming up on every episode. Broad, yeah, it does, doesn't it? Does. It's, it? Good. Yeah. it's a good word, though. Yeah. Like, well, you think about something that's broad. We talked about this in the maybe the first season or second season. Um, mm-hmm. that makes you sturdy. When you are broad, you are yeah, yeah. Sturdy. You're not on. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That's great. Mm-hmm. And so that gives you a a good place to stand from as a homemaker, you know, um, which should be our goals in what we're doing here. Whether you're working out of the home, whether you have a big family or a small family, whether you live alone, this is all still stuff we have to account for just because we're humans. And if you have somebody washing your laundry and doing your dishes and cleaning your house and raising your children and sleeping with your husband and tending to your gardens, you're probably not listening to this podcast. (laughs) And on that note, let's cue the wine music. (laughs) My guess is that most of you are here just like us. (laughs) Oh, that made me laugh. All right, I cued it. Alrighty, <laughs> this is the part of the show where we get to celebrate uh, a company that we really, really enjoy. We have a very strong affection for Dry Farm Wines because we believe in what they believe in as far as what we put into our bodies. I know many of you listening to this program, you make really conscious decisions to feed your family good food. You're avoiding pesticides. You're avoiding white refined sugars. You're making some very intentional choices. And then when Friday evening comes around, you're going to the grocery store, send it a hubby, and you're buying a bottle of garbage wine. And so we're going to call on you to knock that off and check out Dry Farm Wines with us. There is no uh, genetically modified yeast, no extra, no added sugars, no freaky-deaky clarification going on with fish bladders. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, please go back and listen to our episode with Todd, the CEO of this, this company. Uh, dry farm wines are pure, uh, pure wines. Mm-hmm. Shay likes to call them the sourdough of the wine mm-hmm. world, which I think is such a great analogy. Mm-hmm. You can check them out by visiting dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic. Do 
you have a wine for us? Mm-mm. I'm in my basement. You mentioned one. The I know. Other day. I'm I sorry. Know I did save a bottle from it's it, okay. but um, but I have it hanging on my wine rack upstairs. So Ooh. we're getting ready to actually make our homemade wine, and I've convinced Stuart. So we've we've made homemade wine before, but not from our own grapes. Mm-hmm. We've bought grapes from a uh-huh. from a winery, and okay. But when we first started, the only method that we knew was okay. You press the grapes. You pasteurize it, meaning you heat it up to kill off any bacteria or yeast that exists in it. And then you pitch in some sort of lab-made yeast to get you the results of fermentation that you want, depending on what type of wine you're making. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's how we've done it in the past with some varied results. But I've convinced Stu this year to just press the grapes and see what happens. That's and we're, I've exciting. got a big grapevine order in because I told Joel once, I'm like, well, if this is how dry farm wines are made, like, let's try mm-hmm. it. I'm not going to stop drinking dry farm, but mm-hmm. I'd never wanted to do all that rigmarole like you just mentioned right. that just kind of like. It, it's really on. It, it felt very unsexy to me. The whole the whole unsexy. process. Where, and a lot of yeah. times you'll check the sugar level and you will mm-hmm. add a ton of white sugar with the yeast to give you mm. an alcohol percentage of, you know, 14%, which is really high, 14, 15%. Really yeah. Some wines even go up to 16. That's artificial. That's not how much alcohol naturally exists in a grape. So if you see a wine that has right. a 14% alcohol, you just know they have added something to this to get that percentage because that's an mm-hmm. unnatural amount. Most wines, most grapes are 11 and a half, 12, 12 and a half. Twelve and a half is pretty yep. high, and so mm-hmm. anytime you see more than that, you can assume that sugar of some sort has been added to the wine to get it to be that level. Um, one of the things I really take from the Italian culture is just this willingness of people to do things at home, and so mm-hmm. there is a massive part of the Italian culture where families gather every year and they just make their homemade wine like it's just part Mm -hmm. of what they do like we would maybe here in the pacific northwest like maybe we would make apple cider and we would do our cider pressing every year they would just make Mm -hmm. wine every year and they would have their home wine that would be like their table wine that they would kind of just drink every day and you know what dang it that's so romantic so dang romantic and (laughs) i i love that like we put our hand to this we put our hand to this as a family it's part of then a heritage right you bring in the next generation to help you and you bring in the next generation Mm -hmm. to help you and that something like that is so much more than the sum of its parts we're making fermented grape juice but it's so much more than that. It's so much more than that. I think yeah, that's why you see absolutely. so many biblical analogies for vines and grapes and mm-hmm. vineyards and pruning and wine. And it's just one of those things that's so much more than than itself. So I'm really excited yeah. to, to, this is going to be like our that's first. Exciting. That's our first run. I'm going to have to wait like another five yeah. years probably. Five yeah, these vines years, are almost six years yeah. old. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been researching ones that can do well in this. I wanted French varieties um, that could do well in this climate. And it's funny, my kids are all over it. They're like, Mom, we have like the perfect house for the label. Mm-hmm. And you named the house Sur Rocher. Come on, like mm-hmm. that's 
a wine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's even if it's just meantime, for yourself. Even if you just bottle yeah. them and oh, yeah, put for a little sure. sticker on it for yourself. Then to yeah, tub. Exactly. Yeah, right. So in the meantime, visit dryfarmwines.com yes. forward slash homemaker chic. If it's your first time, we've got our penny promotion. So that means you order three bottles, you're going to get a fourth for a penny, six, seventh for a penny, twelve, thirteenth yep. for a penny. Yep. There you go. Knock yourself, Knock yourself out. out. There's a link in the show notes clickable or you can just visit homemakerchicpodcast.com and there is a link there as well for that penny yep. promo um okay, okay let's answer some questions Alrighty. okay when will you have the darling academy back on oh. uh kaylee asked to. that okay so we need to have elena okay. back on elena uh, okay. yeah write that down um okay i will i i'm like feeling really deeply for all of my British friends right now with the Queen's passing like it's just um it's so fun to see everybody kind of like unite in this really beautiful way and knowing kind of just what they must be feeling it's it's mm-hmm. um it's special and yeah we didn't emotional. even talk about that well it's I didn't think you were maybe ready I didn't think you were maybe was, ready no I wasn't really I yeah it was I I my kids and I watched the service. We watched all of it, like the whole drive to Windsor and everything, and it was incredible. Mm-hmm. It was a beautiful testimony to her faith in the mm-hmm. Lord, knowing, you know, she picked all those scriptures mm-hmm. and her hand, you know, she was an active part in her own funeral and planning it, obviously, mm-hmm. and it was really, really great. I think I saw this may be incorrect. Somebody might be yelling at me when I say this, but like, I... I saw a number yesterday that said over 4 billion people tuned in to watch. Really? Um, are I there logged even on very 4 early. billion people in the world? How many people are in the world? <laughs> Seven or eight. Okay. High sevens, okay. I think. Yeah. I I logged on really early. I, when, I, when it comes to the royal family, I don't watch like, I don't use the news. I go right to BBC mm-hmm. on YouTube because I don't want to hear the blathering right. idiot commentary. <laughs> so... Because I started so early, there was only about 300,000 watching um, when I logged on. But then I never saw that number again because I just had it on all day. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That was my whole Instagram Mm -hmm. feed yesterday because I follow a lot of British people. And it was just everybody's Mm -hmm. television screens. Just everyone was like quiet, hunkered down, being in the moment. That's really special. Yeah. Okay, here's a question from Ashley. I've been trying to find the Margot shoes, and I don't know which ones you're talking about, and how do you spell it? <laughs> okay. It's M-A-R. Mm-hmm. I can't spell it loud. G-A-U-X. Mm-hmm. And bless your hearts, you guys. You, I love you. You're so sweet. You're constantly messaging me, telling me the leopard shoes are back in stock. They are not. Those are for size five or size 11s. <laughs> when and if you see an eight or even a seven and a half, I could try mm-hmm. uh, in stock. Then you may message me, <laughs> but you may not keep getting my hopes up. You must check the size before I you I feel like Margot should be a, a podcast sponsor. Margot should be a podcast sponsor. And it's a bugger because here's what you all have done. You've bought all the leopards <laughs> in my size. <laughs> And then you have gone to aerosol and bought all the leopards in my size there because you couldn't find the Margos. So could you just stop so I could have a chance? <laughs> have you checked on Poshmark? Maybe there's some on I there. I have. Okay. Remember I found a seven and a half and you're like, don't no, do No, they're, they're really true to size. 
I took mine with I me to really Italy. I wanted to wear them in And France. I Shut walked up. around in the little cobblestone alleyways <laughs> through Selena wearing them, and they were fabulous. Okay, yeah, here's okay. a question from Angela to Angela. Yeah. We have a few things in common, like our name. Uh, and I absolutely cannot wear pencil skirts because I'm pear-shaped. I have found that yoga pants and leggings to be the easiest and most comfortable thing to wear. Hang on. My Instagram's kicking me off. Um, so what do you wear as a pear-shaped woman that is comfortable, provides decent coverage, and is also not a denim jumper or yoga pants? <laughs> oh, for sure. Well, um, I feel you, Angela, because um, skirts are really, really, really hard to come by. Mm-hmm. I just... First of all, they're cut up to your chocha these days, which I just, it's unbelievable. Oh. It's really unbelievable. Could we just have a little variety for those of us who don't want our butt cheeks hanging out the bottom of our skirt? It's shocking. Um, But an A-line skirt, I I have a handful of A-lines that I wear. And they're going to look frumpier the longer they are. That's when you get into that denim jumper scary territory, when your A-line like cuts off like mid-calf. But if you get like a nice one, like just an inch or two or a few inches below the knee, um, it's just kind of this fine line. If you put it on and you feel frumpy, the, it's probably the length, not the shape. Uh, maxi but skirts like, feel that way. Okay. I feel like the, the sweet spot for the frumpy? homemaker is the midi, which, M-I-D-I, the midi, which is like, okay. I think of it like a T length, uh, like right below, the, it's usually like right below the knee, a couple inches below the knee. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm just, yeah, encouraged. For the past three years, I've encouraged women in their kitchen with new whole food recipes and instructional cooking videos. If you've been needing a little more pep in your step when it comes to cooking delicious food, I want to personally invite you right now to join the Elliott Homestead cooking community. Visit cook.theelliotthomestead.com to get started. As a cooking community member, you will get five farm fresh inspired recipes each month created from my farm kitchen and delivered straight to you. I'll also send you an instructional video to go along with those recipes so that you can learn new skills and begin to enjoy new dishes and flavors. Together, we'll cook dishes like chicken milanese, plum and marzipan bread pudding, homemade harissa with summer vegetables, barley and wild mushroom salad, sourdough English muffins, caramel apple cake, wine poached pears with blackberries and bay, and so much more. The cooking community is a place of inspiration and community where you can visit with other home cooks on our circle group or simply enjoy the bountiful recipes that you'll find each month in your mailbox or inbox. Visit cook.theelliothomestead.com right now. Choose the membership package that's right for you and let's get cooking. Hello homemakers, I am inviting you to join my Old World Design Society because creating a home isn't just about the homemaker's duties, it's also about creating beauty and having a home that is aesthetically pleasing and a reflection of your personal style. So if you lean towards a love of timeless style, then the Old World Design Society is just for you. Membership starts at just $5 a month, which means you can attend my monthly interior design classes and have access to the design forum where you can interact with design enthusiasts, both professional and amateur. There's even a quarterly magazine, print or digital, that comes with a free society membership. This fall, we're looking at interior design principles and how to incorporate those into our homes. The magazine will feature some incredible spaces from England, 
New England, and beyond. So visit oldworld.parisianfarmgirl.com. Our next design class will be in October after I get back from Paris, and I'd love to have you there. I will have plenty of old world inspo for you. So select the basic membership or treat yourself to the magazine by visiting oldworld.parisianfarmgirl.com. Um, I would just go on even Amazon and just Google A-line skirts and just get a visual and then shop there or elsewhere. Mm-hmm. A-lines with pockets are great. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the pair pair body shape is, um, can be a bugger with a pencil skirt mm-hmm. because you, lo- you end up looking bottom heavy because usually you have a smaller shoulder frame. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. where you're where your hourglass, I'm hourglass, so my shoulders are similar to my hips, but I still have the curve down in the booty area, but it balances out a little bit more because of my shoulders. Mm-hmm. So I feel like pencil skirts can be hard when you just have a booty. Like if you're if you're yeah. squatting and you're and you're weightlifting or you, or you're pear shaped, like it's hard to do a pencil skirt and feel modest. Like I can put one on and like just feel great from the front. Like, oh yeah, from the front that looks sharp. And I turn around and I'm like, oh my yeah, gosh! Like, I would never want to wear that to church because it's just like right. booty. Like it just is. It is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Women are shaped differently, and not everyone can wear all the things. Um, yeah, no, definitely not. Yeah, definitely not. Find out your body shape. You know, there's what is it? Apple, pear. Hourglass. I know different I different know. Genre, different companies or different whatever call them different things, but you have like a more of a barrel shape where your weight is up on the okay. top, bigger breasts, thicker waist, and that's the person that's your girlfriend who's got like great legs. Yeah. You're like, what the yeah. heck? But she envies your yeah. waist, yeah. you know, like but so she, yeah, it's like so you just gotta learn to once you figure out dressing for your body type, it makes your life so much easier. Mm-hmm. Like, you know exactly what to take into the dressing room. You know exactly what to buy. Makes it so much easier. Mm -hmm. Okay, here's a question from Claiborne. Claiborne, not Claiborne. Claiborne. (laughs) Uh, Hey, ladies, in a podcast not too long ago, the topic of homemade toothpaste came up. Oh, yes. Thank (laughs) you. I wanted to ask you that, I'm curious if Shay would mind sharing her recipe. Okay. Yes, please. Uh, Let me tell you. It is half activated charcoal, which is a black powder. You can buy it most drug stores or health food stores or Mm -hmm. grocery stores. Mm -hmm. Half coconut oil. And then, so let's say you do a half cup of charcoal, a half cup of coconut oil. Then you would do like a tablespoon of baking soda. And then you can add in essential oil drops or trace mineral drops. Um, Wait, I want, tell me more about the minerals. Like where am I getting them? Let me go grab them. They're right here. Okay. Hold on one second. I will show you. Okay. And then when she gets back, I'm going to ask her if, uh, are we whizzing this in the food processor? And I've seen activated charcoal in my bathroom and it is not a pretty sight with children because you've got black spittle everywhere. Okay. Uh, so the brand okay. is Dun 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 Trace Minerals. <laughs> the brand. This is what they look like. They look like um like a visine bottle, like okay. eye drops. Okay. okay, they're called Trace Minerals, mm-hmm. and that is literally the brand. And then it says Trace Mineral Drops. 
So if you you can just put these under your tongue, like if you're trying to um, re-enamel your teeth, if you have mm-hmm. teeth issues or or any issues, I mean, our bodies are very deficient in trace minerals on the whole. Okay. Um, and so you can just put a few drops of these under your tongue if you want to take them as a dietary supplement. They're they're salty. They taste minerally. That I mean, it's not as. Do you put them in this? But I put mode? I put okay. um probably about like if I'm making that full batch, I would probably do like thirty drops of these okay. trace mineral drops into my toothpaste, and that just helps to okay. remineralize your teeth and keep that enamel mm-hmm. really really strong. I just gotten a little bit lax about it, and then finally hit my breaking point when I decided to get my teeth fixed. And my dentist was like, you should probably work on re-enameling your teeth a little bit, which I had been pretty lazy about. I'd been lazy about the toothpaste I was using. I'd been lazy about flossing. And it was a really a wake-up call. Like, um, It was really a wake-up call to me. Like, You put all this effort into eating this food and working out and sleeping yeah. and doing your red light. It's like, the, Don't drop the ball sure. here. It's the next thing on my like – knock it out of the park health okay. list because I do so many like weird very intentional things for my health yeah my teeth okay. are like when I get back from my trip actually that sounds silly but that's when it's when it's game on um, uh, so, so I use it's game on so you are we whizzing this in a food no just mix it with it a fork glass? and I just keep it in a, like a glass jar in my um bathroom and then I just scoop a little bit onto my toothbrush and it's messy. Okay. The the charcoal is messy. The black. I know that's what I was saying when you walked away from yeah, the desk. Yeah, be careful. Like, um, yeah. I also put um, about 30 drops of On Guard essential oil into mm-hmm. my toothpaste as well. Um, I like the flavor yeah. of it, and it has a lot of health benefits for your gums. Clove because of so, the clove. Yeah. So many good oils. It's a blend of cinnamon and, and melaleuca and clove and um, orange peel, a few other ones. Um, okay, I... I did find some inspiration the okay. other day because I want knowledge about, I want to look into holistic dentistry. Okay. I am not interested in mainstream okay. dentistry. Okay. okay. No offense to anyone out there. I just am not keen on it. Um, so I've been waiting to find a resource. And a long time ago, we did a fangirl call where somebody mentioned um, like where a book like where there are no dentists. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, I, yeah. Like, so I'd like, to, I'd like to find that. But I did find an Instagrammer the other day. I'm pretty excited. I'm going to start deep diving, kind of like I did with Carnivore Aurelius. So he's Dr. Mark Burheen, B-U-R-H-E-N-N-E. And he does a ton of reels. And he's very, like, anti-drill fill bill. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay? And he's talking about diet and, like, very corresponding with the way you and I eat. And Mm -hmm. um, so I think he's going to be a great resource for me. That's neat. Mm-hmm. Um, at the very least, stop using fluoride toothpaste. Please, fluoride, fluoride stop. is poison. It is mm-hmm. poison to your body, and the benefits that you get from fluoride are not grossly. They are grossly insufficient for the price that you pay. So mm-hmm. replace that with trace mineral drops. Even if you're just going to use your normal toothpaste, just put a few drops of the trace mineral drops on your toothbrush when you brush your teeth. Um, it's funny actually having these braces because you take them out to eat, right? You don't eat with them in. Mm. And so I have to take them out three times a day. And before you put them back in, you really need to brush your teeth. Because yeah, whatever's there, yeah. like you're holding it in place then with plastic, basically. 
which is yeah. not ideal, but here we are. But the thing is, is it's forced me basically to like brush and floss my teeth like three times a day, <laughs> which has okay. been very good for me because you want to talk about just shaping a habit. Yeah, uh, right? this is how it's done when you don't have a choice. <laughs> Um, mm -hmm. Okay, here's another question from Rebecca. Hey, ladies, here's a question for an upcoming Q&A. I read that glazes on antique plates use lead. Do you eat off of your vintage plates or are your transferware collections just for display? Okay, there's actually an article about this in my magazine that just came out mm -hmm. two weeks ago um, because it is a concern. So I know everybody's concern is going to be different in this department, but you can get a test from Amazon that can t that you can use mm -hmm. to test um, if the lead is coming through. So if the glaze, am I going to word this right? I might need to pull up my own article. I mean, if it's got the crackle in it, you know, like that crazing that us antique people like myself love, if warm food hits that, there's going to be um, not off-gassing, seepage, okay. you know, mm -hmm. what's the word I'm looking sure. for. So it, it is a concern. So you can get a test on Amazon. You can choose to use your plates with just cold things. You can choose to not let your children use them. Mm -hmm. um, but, like, if you have that favorite beautiful antique coffee mug and it's all crazed, like, yes, it is happening. Mm -hmm. That's so. disturbing. I actually have given it that is. zero it's thought. Very, and it's very disturbing. Hmm. Mm -hmm. I actually, like I told you guys last week, I actually just gathered up all of my dishes and, and shoved them away and kept very practical ones in our kitchen for our daily mm -hmm. use and then have special ones sort of saved for for yeah. those occasions. Um, this article in my in the magazine, it's on transferware, which is really popular with collectors. Yeah. Um, so the great thing about that is that the major houses like Spode and stuff, they're still producing. So if you want to have your beautiful collection in your cabinet, but you want to drink your latte every day out of transferware, you can go on Amazon. They have beautiful patterns. So they don't make them with lead they're anymore. modern. Okay. Right, right. So the big houses are still making these dishes, and a lot of times they're, re they're bringing back I patterns. Because most of that stuff that you're collecting is from like 1870. 19 to 1910 okay. like that's your big window of what you see in the antique stores and so there is lead involved the research really hasn't been done as to the amount of lead that's coming through. okay okay but or, or the repercussions from that amount but you can use the amazon kit if you really want to know what's those are like just like so. a q-tip that you just kind of like swipe over yeah. the dish right yeah there you go because i know even like 70s pyrex dishes yeah vintage pyrex it's all it's a thing unfortunately gosh yeah. i remember watching victorian mm -hmm. pharmacy which is a great show if you ever want to watch it. it's on youtube and they're like here's some arsenic yeah. like the nipple <laughs> i remember them having nipple shields for new mothers they were metal yeah, they were they lead. lead yeah they were yeah. lead Moses. nipple shields and the yeah. cough syrup <laughs> was made of cannabis and opioid sweet <laughs> Yeah, unbelievable. unbelievable. If you ever just think, but they're the doctors are doing the best they can. That might be true, but what they don't know, they don't know. Right? They don't know. That's a whole nother. Um, okay, last question from Jamie. Okay. 
Uh, Angela, you have mentioned avoiding blue light at night and working on your circadian rhythm. Do you ever use blue okay. light blocking glasses? And if so, what kind? Um, I don't. That's another thing on my nerddom okay. list. Okay, so they're not attractive, but I there's a few people that I sort of um they're on my radar. They're a resource for me when it comes to my nerdy approach to health. So Dr. Mercola is okay. one of them. Um, if I have a question about something, I will use those words in the Google search with Dr. Mercola's <laughs> name. Um, and he's world famous now, but he actually used to be our family doctor. Um, and also, uh, what's his butt? Uh, the red-haired funny guy. He's a big resource for me. Mm, satire. Oh, uh, long, long hair. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. S- uh, Seth? Dog on it. Nope. JP, JP Spears. Spears. I'll, yeah, okay. JP is a big resource for me. And so uh, I know if he's, I have a lot of trust in, in him. If, if he's repping for a brand, I know he's done his due diligence. So like right now he's working with a teeth mm-hmm. whitener. I know he's done his due diligence. So whatever brand he's got at the end of a lot of his YouTube videos, that will be the company that I investigate. Okay. There you go. Yep. There you go. Um, I don't block blue light. I don't really use my screen a lot at nighttime, but I do red light mm-hmm. each day. And yeah. and we should, I still want to do a health we need episode because we get a lot of questions about the red well, light. When, yeah. Before I left for Italy, I had a, a really, really bad stress headache. I could feel it coming on mm. at night. I woke up in the, it kept me up at night. I woke up in the morning and it was so, so bad. Like I couldn't open my, I guess I, you would say it was a migraine. Like my vision was blurred. I mm-hmm. couldn't open my eyes. My head yeah. hurt so bad. And I used a bunch of oils. I tried to massage my shoulders out. It, like nothing was touching it. It just went on and on. And finally, Stu said, why don't you just go sit in front of your red light and see if that helps? So I went and like, mm-hmm. I, I held my head and I was sitting in my bathroom and I turned my red light on. I got completely naked so my body could like take mm-hmm. it all in. It, take um, it in. You guys, yeah. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I could feel, I could feel it melt like ice cream. And all of a sudden mm-hmm. within like five minutes, I could kind of, I could at least open my eyes a little bit. And then five more minutes, I could open them some more. And then like without even realizing it, I'm like 30 minutes in and I'm just kind of fine. I'm just kind of sitting there looking out the window, you know, hanging out. And then it dawned on me like, oh my gosh, it's gone. (laughs) Like it's gone. And you're staring at light. I mean, like, you know, just the fact that you were opening your eyes throughout the process. Yeah, it was incredible. It was incredible. I wouldn't believe it if Mm -hmm. I hadn't have actually lived through it but uh my red light is my like i love it for post-workout recovery for sleep um for relaxation for inflammation like all of it i love it so okay so in the meantime before that episode i know now you got there's a lot of you that are curious so um i think you have the same company that i bought mine from though so platinum therapy that's who i have is what I selected because it's a low yep. EMF red light. So Google them, read mm-hmm. read up on their stuff before we do this next yeah. episode. Platinum yep. therapy. There you go. That'll be a fun mm-hmm. one to do. We should do that next. Okay. okay, ladies, we got stuff to do. We got bills to organize and offices to clean and lint dryers, dryer lint to clean out. So yeah. <laughs> here we go. There's Angela, a mouse in my living room, so I got to go figure that out. Have a great time. Ciao, 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 ciao. It's funny when you say that because I went to like an Italian mm-hmm. high school for the second half of my high school experience, and 
just like ciao. Everybody yeah. said that. Ciao, ciao, yeah. ciao, ciao. Yep. Unless it's formal. Okay. Salve. Okay. okay. All right, ladies. We'll see you back here next week. Happy homemaking. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>